Hello, hello, and welcome to my lovely, inspiring human potential community. To everyone tuning in, before we get started on today's topic that is in pursuit of those keys to inner growth and following your heart to the life of an entrepreneur and to much more that I talk about, guide about, from the podcast to the blog to other online presences which are known to those who continuously tune in a special announcement anchor has allowed finally that listener support button which means the world for everything that i pursue and wanting to share and for those who are looking to support the inspiring human potential mission its purpose and anyone who believes in general in inspiring human potential because that's one of those amazing things we can do and the online world has brought us to be able and do connect support and uh, together we will achieve that harmony worldwide so if you wish to contribute because uh, the inner growth process mindset has contributed to your life or because you believe in inspiring the world through these different means please do so thank you so much for doing so and as always you can reach out if you want to collaborate if you want to share your story if you have a personal development uh, process mindset something that can contribute to others in their unlocking of their untapped unlimited potential reach out to me uh, the blog luna12780.com has my email in the about section and let's move on to today's topic we have a very interesting conversation today and we will be using our lovely wikipedia merriam-webster dictionary a couple of psychology articles and etymology because this is actually very fascinating when we get there and find out the root of these words particularly the two would be shame and guilt these emotions that uh, take place in different ways and that we all have awareness of or not uh, well we have awareness of them how we handle them with ourselves and here is that place of unconditional love being able to be the person who speaks with you not as the parent who spoke to you and this is always in neutrality so even here recognizing that aspect that there will be a potential quote-unquote hurt or area of not joy i'm going to put it that way not feeling love that the ego felt in a moment your identity your person your consciousness the inner world that is always with you and that is beginning to experience life through the senses that you then use words that have been given to you to then explain express understand and so on fact is all words which sometimes was make it's what makes me laugh when expressing talking about concepts that affect a person's life the quote-unquote inability not all but certain individuals i i see when they're getting stuck in the very word versus going beyond in a way that allows them to resolve emotional situations that 
hold them back and emotional situations that don't allow them to feel free and their focus is continuously outside with that limit imposed with themselves while someone is sharing with them hey guess what these are two words here's where it comes from here's how you can work it through not in that way but literally there's a logical pattern of how i share information it has always been the case yet this is where the external has always come back with something different which is why i've always kept searching to understand more which is why today instead for you guys you hear me very openly talking about every aspect that i've always seen with the knowledge that at the end of the day an individual when they're not in that loving place is a hurt individual they don't need you to be hurtful to them Uh, this is where i extremely have always differed from most anyone around me meaning i'm the one who says unconditional love turn the other cheek and they're the ones who say you're you let people use you oh you do this oh you're so you know all of that which is fine because i get it but um not well how can i say this when as i was younger it was fine meaning you just start to you get used to people having their assumptions which is normal as you get to learn which is what i did human psychology you get to understand which makes you understand how a mind works which doesn't limit you the person who taps into the higher infinite potential of you as a human being so heading back to where we're headed um the part of logic has always been how i've taken a look and and more reading that i did more my intuition my feelings were right those senses and that unconditional love thankfully for jesus man i swear otherwise i don't know you know it would have been a solo journey even though i love a bunch of fairy tales that i would read one of them that just came to mind is the choo-choo train that could and i've always been in this place of believing in oneself for how you are you know this is where those little sayings that stick with you uh one of them you know it's to be yourself every adult will tell you just be you do you uh then when they contradict that meaning apply their idea of what you should do that's where again i'm like hmm, wait a minute you just told me to be me why why are you now coming to me and getting me to think of doing something in a different way i don't understand you're contradicting yourself you know but then they give you that explanation which is based on an outside which isn't based on how your inner world works and which isn't necessarily better or not better which is always the case in any situation which i've always seen again and i say i using me because i don't really understand how to see things in a different way and today's topic came about because this process with guilt and shame has never been experienced in the same way that people share with me so you figure you know it's a good time to start sharing with other people this uh, way of feeling from the heart with these two words 
that our emotions that are very impactful on a lot of in a lot of ways and on many levels for every human being the idea of perfection is connected to this as is as always the self and society and in neutrality is how we grow remember we're not battling life we're not battling being human on this podcast we are inspiring human potential by understanding how amazing it is to be human and how much of an in-depth journey it is so i like to break things down with information but in a way that helps you to tap into you i don't give you information that labels you i give you information that then you can apply in that unique way and see where is it that that hurt is within you and how can you which is simply choosing to say it's okay it's another feeling you choosing to say it's okay respecting other people respecting life we've talked about this many many times and i have shared at least twice to the various degrees the importance of that and many will break it down into that duality until you go beyond and so that means you're going to break it down into moral ethics right wrong this is where we go beyond that it isn't about the duality because that's where you're always justifying and giving yourself a conscious reason we're going all the way to the non-tangible to the infinite space where you acknowledge how the ego the self your inner world your energy your emotions essentially are always affected by everything you do and when you take that's part of that societal engagement okay the nervous system remember when we are feeling endangered the human being's nervous system reacts with three responses societal engagement meaning you look for that validation or you are even engaging in when you get into fights with people that is an engagement for a need those are emotional needs not per se needs needs but the battle is of the egos which is where the egos are fighting to stay basically alive and feel superior it's a need to feel you are psychologists speak of that identity that ego that self since you've been born you have it the first knows our traumas because the ego the self doesn't understand why and it's trying already to be but it's not about even trying it's that you live you with your inner world you live you are an entity of your own even though your parents will have said oh they look like me they look it doesn't matter who you are more like or not like you exist as a unique spark as a unique person as a unique when you are developing your emotional brain hemisphere is the first part to develop and there's other two aspects that are part of that i forget the names now if you're new you can go back to the brain series and hear those words or i'll probably pick it up again when i finish that and revisit it with another brain body series um the part that i'm getting at is the societal engagement it's not only about help it's also about feelings and egos clashing is always about egos trying to ensure they are the second response is the flight fight so where maybe you get shy or defensive aggressive this is it varies and then there's the freeze pause meaning you have no feeling for life which we've talked before that sociopath those psychopaths the ones that don't have um, as much connection with emotions meaning they get defined as these 
you know with words that we won't be using uh in a way versus understanding those individuals went through something from that developmental age of zero to two where everything was in an emotional sensorial uh, organization that required their body to shut off that system otherwise there would not be able to survive and if it's physiological for any reason meaning a specific chemical that isn't produced i'm sure we'll find out in reading but there again if that's the case there's a specific physiological reason for it which means there should not be a judgment or condemnation of a human being because of a trait that is a part of their body even though again i don't this is not any of the reading that i've done points to that when the nervous system gets to this place it is a shutdown for defense mechanism we have two examples at the very least documentary one video documentary where they showed how a child left unattended to cry for hours and hours on end well they showed the cry the child crying and then they explained what happens when a child is left to cry unattended they will stop crying physiologically and they will not develop the emotional connection and this is where they go and say they may even become you know psychopaths or sociopaths because they don't feel the other example we have is from the brain and body book body keeps score where the woman who had a um, life-threatening uh, car accident witnessed it so was part of that herself as she relived those moments while her husband's ptsd was fear experiencing fear her mind went completely blank this is in a scanner and the mind had nothing no feeling no nada and the psychiatrist who's the one that explains what's taking place is saying this is that last part of the nervous system response of the body of the human being and the lady learned detachment i believe that's the word detachment um the lady learned it because her mother was verbally abusive to her so somehow at a certain point she learned she could do that and this is where he also moves on to say it's very challenging to help somebody learn to love life because to feel love for life or want to life that that's what detachment is you're not participating at all now this is where i say it's not hard when the person acknowledges their power within their own world meaning you feel your feelings you are your nervous system you are your body there's no it's not about um any specific missing chemical this is where and why i was saying i'm pretty sure it has nothing to do with with that that shutting down is a physiological defense mechanism that then can probably yeah uh, create certain other situations that i need to do more research on but i'm also pretty sure they are not yet looking into or they haven't enough data where they're expressing that otherwise i would have found the book by now i've read many books on the whole concept of evil quote unquote and found always emotional uh issues due to abuse due to being left unattended all of these things point to the nervous system so your body which is always going to be organized for your best survival way which includes 
uh, how you feel and how you think for you your mind as a human being needs to function otherwise you're not going to be able to relate to people so shutting off emotions if they cannot be tended to makes complete sense which is where and why a person should be supported but at the end of the day that person will have to choose and this is where the challenge is and come let's tie back into our topic of the day your emotions and feeling accepted feeling that you're worthy that's all you choosing and it's all connected to the ego identity the very place where many people just the other day i saw somebody wrote and this is for the spiritual realm community they they wrote the words the ego is being destroyed it was related to some astrological situation and or ego destruction destruction of ego and and i'm not saying that there doesn't need to be that work those of you who know it but Mm, that's not neutrality that's not unconditional love and that's eliminating a part of a human being that that human being instead by acknowledging and tending to it with love will be able to be a loving person be a happy person work through guilt and shame and this idea of perfection which is what creates a lot of that same guilt and shame and before we go on i actually had a quote about words that i was going to start with because and i I think i've read this to you guys when we talked about words probably two months ago so this is a quote by andrew newberg md neuroscientist and mark robert waldman it's from a book that i bought i don't remember the title of the book quote unquote right so quote a single word has the power to influence the expression of genes that regulate physical and emotional stress every word you use for yourself and humanity affects your body and that is something that we also have heard about when it comes to plants and water i think talking and and like the the plants for sure i know like if you tend to it and speak to it with words of kindness it grows versus the opposite or it was mold i think somebody did an experiment with mold so nothing is not important everything is important and it is up to you though to provide these loving words to yourself which is where people continuously to still get lost in duality by creating groups so yes there's words yes there's approaches but this is where once again and i say once again for those who tune in because they know the difference that i'm talking about right now as long as you feel better than others or are part of a group and you're looking to others for that feeling you're not yet to where you can be and you are creating divide like the person who wrote the ego is destroyed is creating what is a divide a separation basically a person is going to view their ego with a feeling that it needs to be there or that it will be there it's not creating a neutral feeling within a person and it is not allowing a person to address the very part that we have as an issue when it comes to our inner world we speak to it as if it were a child for 
you're not tending to it if you are giving it orders of what it should or shouldn't do you're not listening to it if you're judging and condemning it okay we learn how to grow from within and every aspect that it is of being human and that is with the emotions and the mind those layers those human elements from psychology to sociology and existentialism to the essence of you elements which is your heart your feelings your senses or everything the unknown of life elements because our conscious mind as a human being is in that secondary consciousness at this stage in our life since you're tuning in you're not zero years old you're not three you're not four i'm sure you're at the very least a teenager uh, maybe a young kid but really i don't think an 11 year old would be interested unless they're that mature and fascinated by these types of topics and of course everything's possible so i'm just saying we're not zero you're you have enough uh, linguistic ability to complete thoughts of your own you know what i mean so we are here to support that journey further from the place that counts your heart you leading with it and understanding it means sharing love with the external because that is part of your life in the absence of opposites we just talked about this recently you would not be able to acknowledge you there would not be a you there would be this oneness that does not one exist rational like we still right now at least from what i know i'm looking at a tv right now i see with my eyes i touch with my hands okay so let's stay grounded and we move forward in this beautiful beautiful topic which i really hope impacts you from the heart of you because uh i really hope that you can feel this for the guilt and shame components and this perfection brings a lot of hurt from the heart of you to you Uh, and then it brings a lot of behaviors so i'm going to finish sharing a bit from me personally and then move on to defining and connecting dots to our topic but i've realized i never felt guilt or shame this way even though I've, i've been raised catholic i come from the church all i know is jesus and his unconditional love and the same with god and being good that meant being kind and so when it's not kindness you do kindness that was it so when as you get older uh people start doing silly things and this is one of those one of those choices that i made against what i knew was best was one of those like being mean not in an an excessive way but being mean with someone who was a friend and fact to this day i wish i could find that friend and 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 speak to them because i it's that's a that's a place of shame for me but not for the others for me personally and it is one of those why i'm always grateful for that year but that's also why the firmness came to be it was like i knew that this was not nice and it wasn't what should have been i should have listened to my intuition my heart knows best so i committed because we all know and all psychologists speak of this place the thing is they don't break it down to you that way this is where perfection and the external keeps getting brought forth to you 
by those who talk to you when they tell you to be kind to be good it's always about something that is outside versus looking at all of it together and this is not with any blame we are always in neutrality and always learning and always understanding that life is a it's a journey and it is normal for those who are adults to not necessarily be able for many reasons which we won't touch into at this point but uh parents are going to be there they are their own individual they had examples from their parents and they are trying to teach you you are in an age where if you're not told or given choices you won't be able to connect why it needs to be done that way yet that's all it's it's really more of you know it's like mathematics there's no other way for a parent to raise a child and to give them those checklists it's up to you at a certain point now with the best type of parent you will be brought to be able and eventually lead yourself down that path and by best i mean like unconditionally loving someone who lets express herself someone who reasons with you not the one who tells you what to do and that's it that's no expression whatsoever you're just going to be told what to do and even in the best of cases because every individual is unique every individual is still taking that in in their own way with that trauma because guess what the ego the self still can't do what it wants to do and it's being told what it can and can't do and for people who are not in a place of awareness with who they are and how they are in a sense of ownership which is for example something i always had they will follow that parent and that sense of insecurity it goes ignored because essentially you find your security in being what they're teaching you to be so for me i didn't need that one is what i think is probably a big area two that part of being kind resonated completely so much so that you know those few little silly mistakes was like nope that's it unconditional love turn the other cheek and in fact when when it came to even going beyond for how some people from my church spoke it's like nope sorry i can't do it there is nothing but love for humanity there is no condemning judging in this way especially after all the reading of psychology that came forth in the years and it's like there's no reason to judge any human being and in fact this is where we're not supposed to judge but you know that's where the way people interpret things begins to take place and this is also where beliefs begin to you know take place meaning the ego has found its sense of security we've talked about this it's not about imposing on others because that shatters where they're at with life with themselves it's bigger than that and also because i know what that means for that person's ego there's a better way a loving way i choose to be the one who says i accept you and then speak in a way to try and get somebody to simply respect and treat others with kindness it's not about changing the belief system that's their belief system this is where it's not that's arrogance that's not being kind and it's not what is the path that leads to us being able to when it comes to guilt and shame work 
with things differently as well as that perfection perfection doesn't exist simply because there's different ways that people will see perfection it's a concept but here this is going to get really good when when we read perfection because i got uh one of the besides the dictionary i've got an aristotle breakdown but the guilt and shame thing i got it you know in the way that was easy to understand to be kind to others and to do what you know you can do i've always been a high achiever so from that perspective i never only gave 50 percent. it was always 200 percent. so there was never any shame in any work i did for if i knew i hadn't put enough effort that meant there was a reason for it and in fact when i didn't that's where i knew that i hadn't tried and i think that happened very few times if ever because knowing that you didn't do enough that will right there it'll be it'll bug you and me being connected to the inner world i knew what that bugging was so i was not ignoring it other people seem to again look outside and not notice or somehow find the comfort in that it's okay with the group that they slowly chose to belong to and this probably happens you know when you're a teenager the different groups slackers professional football uh, sports teams is what i meant not professional football because that's not in high school Um, but here again you're finding ways outside of you versus working with the heart of you and within and the ego you're not though in an age where that is even in your awareness i had a knack for that that's and my interest since i was eight i want to help people so why people did what they did that passion was always there and to support and help in a loving way was always there and so it was automatic information that i was drawn to and automatic help that i would give and then slowly understand different mechanisms of why that person was where they were and the part that began to get interesting was seeing that they did not follow their heart they simply kept doing what they were doing and then repeating scenarios where then they would you know feel guilty or ashamed or keep yeah keep this this place of non-love and and non-perfection so to speak with themselves and everything and it was something i simply kept reading and understanding and not judging understanding by being loving and listening and supportive and then sharing and providing support wherever that could be now funny thing is as an individual i've gotten uh, what's the word the reaction usually is one of two for those who know me i'm a pain in the butt i'm very picky i i'm, I'm very non-flexible you know i'm very but i'm also very kind loving you know and, and things of that nature those who don't know me i've been told that i seem snobbish snobby and i'll never forget that i was like wow okay that was interesting because i never thought i'd give off i'm not rich i'm not you know i'm an average person so not popular at all so i don't know where the snooty air came to be or came from but then again i do know i'm confident meaning i have no reason to doubt my person for my life so i'm confident completely in every choice and every word i speak but i'm humble that i won't 
claim it as the one fact because this is where this is ridiculous there's many other people and those people's opinions matter and there are many other things that are expressed shared and part of our information bank of what we talk about in the world so there's an infinite number of things that i don't know but i do know what i want for my life and who i am and how i'm going to conduct myself and that's probably the exact place so i get told very often in certain moments of dynamics emotional dynamics i'm not going to pinpoint people specifically where i get told in that way oh i'm sorry you're miss perfect and actually you guys do know we heard about that one family discussion that took place with the one family member that was one of the things they 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 used in in the wording oh i'm sorry you're perfect you do everything perfectly right something like that and and so it's not the first time i've been told that i'm 40 been told that quite a few times uh (laughs) so this is but i've never claimed to be perfect this is one of those things that has never come out of my mouth necessarily unless i was joking and and always with very close you know friends or family the people that you can joke with who know that you're kidding around however when we do look at this at the state of perfection that definition and what it means since i am in a place of complete knowledge of who i am by choosing every time i speak every time i feel every time i think every time i do my work every time i interact with somebody i choose to be loving and kind to the best of my ability of course that is not necessarily something i know that i can always achieve meaning i am always relating to other people their opinion and reaction is what they experience therefore i cannot make such a claim for i'm not another person and i know as we all do that we won't ever make everyone happy not everyone will like you in fact i've been told i'm a snoot so this is that place where perfection can exist for ourselves within ourselves but essentially it doesn't necessarily exist outside of ourselves because even when you do talk of it it will differ from person to person to person so guess what the definition of perfection first we'll do miriam webster hey my computer wait a minute ah okay so something's wrong with fine we won't use oh here we go perfection the noun it's a noun the quality or state of being perfect such as freedom from fault or defect flawlessness that's another one they've told me i'm sorry you have no defects it's like (laughs) maturity the quality or state of being saintly i've been told that one too oh i'm sorry you're such a saint and i'm like i never said i'm a saint man i ain't no saint um i'm sure we've all had those experiences by the way i i always when i think and share things i'm like i know half if not the entire world has been told this by somebody before because this is this is one of those interactions from neutrality you understand that it isn't an intent of any sort it's it's a a normal ego to ego which is why as you gain self-empowerment from the heart of you 
and mind bringing that harmony you always the owner of those feelings and thoughts because you recognize that it really is that simple you have access to who you are every moment of every second of every day the external is your opportunity because it is not you that is what you can understand and it will arrive at a moment later on in life so there will be first a bunch of other things connected to self empowerment self-esteem okay and that place within you which is why we are talking recently so much about ego and self or i have realized i want to help people to know you don't need to eliminate this ego self go and tend to it tend to it every time it gets upset and stop talking to it like the child you were unless you want to keep being a child and keep staying in this same state and reacting with the nervous system's societal engagement where you're looking for help and validation from outside it is not about going and affecting other people's lives it is about you understanding you live with other people and there's a system and there's the government and there's things happening that doesn't define life as hard life as evil life as unfair this is a concept that is applied what takes place is also part of other hurt and flawed decisions and whatever but even so it just it exists you want to solve it then solve it by doing something not by judging condemning life as hard and unfair because guess what you're going to live life that way and what's happening and what you're judging you're not doing anything about it either and so it's it's more like why are you you're, you're creating a double suffering for yourself and you're not doing something and you think you're high and mighty if if maybe you're you know you're judging and condemning whatever it is that's you're looking at and saying oh how horrible that that's this is the part that gets me you guys know why it gets me because all we have is life when i think of the environment i don't judge humanity we are part of the planet any person who says ah oh, humanity needs to go it's like dude we're a life whoever said the 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 idea that a human is evil is an idea that has been given by people because they didn't get what they want or because they decided that that was evil there's there's hurt behind this whole concept and and anyways it goes way beyond this is where some of you may be thinking of the, the spiritual realm we have a lot of different religions out there so let's not get into that but humanly speaking i say we exist the idea that a human is evil is an idea and not everybody agrees i do not agree i see humans as loving and kind and collaborative our science even has come out and started sharing more of this we like to help people in fact guilt is part of people wanting to help people and that ego having a battle and the person because they're not realizing it's ego because people either tell you stop being selfish or someone says i'm going to be selfish with the defensive mechanism and then their guilt in fact we're going to read about different ways of what happens like there's five the psychology article gives five examples of why guilt takes place and it's very obvious why if you would work with the ego of yours with love and kindness and, and and provide to it what it wants 
that's where it would change for you that thing that dynamic but also because you would not be judging or condemning the other human being or the situation you would understand that things do take place and in fact because you know about emotions and what happens when we get emotional when you're not in flow that's why every time you get emotional and you're not in a loving place it's about the ego and that's the opportunity for inner growth it's not because the emotion of those sad this article even puts quote sad emotions there's defined sad emotions quote unquote negative emotions quote unquote they do create in the body illness we've, we've talked about this too and the part of being in neutrality with two extremes so those quote-unquote sad negative emotions quote-unquote happy positive emotions is important if you're going to truly tap into the higher infinite potential of you as a human being because as long as you have reserve even on emotions so you're judging and believe me i we all come from duality and when i recognized i was judging sadness i realized that i was making those moments of sadness that much harder for me that it was not only silly on a physiological and mental level because this is the mind that's then working with the body and then you're feeling more of it but it was also silly because sadness is part of being alive and i love being alive it's an emotion and like you have if you have sadness it means you had joy if you don't have sadness you don't know joy like this is where it's like it's, yeah it's philosophical but it's so true you don't know one without the other that's just the consciousness again and it's a concept so unless it's a life-threatening situation that's where flight fight will always be engaged but people have created so many different ways that they can explain when flight fight is happening that nervous system every realm psychology sociology the existentialist well the, the old ones i don't know if there are new i don't think can there be new ones but i'm sure new philosophy i have yet to dive into new philosophy new science to see what these younger individuals are bringing but everything that i've read up to date except for more recent studies and recent reading so like the brain body uh, keeps score that psychiatrist who's older now um he for example is part of that new science conscious living space in fact he's helping people to create a relationship with the body through mindfulness and meditation for he realizes and explains that's why the book explains how physiologically speaking your body remembers trauma and that's why we've been talking about and i repeat to you this notion that the emotional brain hemisphere develops from the zero to two years of age because it's fundamental for you to know that you're organized through your feelings and the seed of the ego the self is that consciousness you are a person who has secondary consciousness as a human being all humans have this you are conscious of being conscious you think that you think human condition you know that you live you know that you die tomorrow is unknown the consciousness knows whether you think of it or not okay and you live with people so every time the ego is threatened which happens due to different belief systems due to different traumatic experiences that you don't remember necessarily due to many things there's a reaction which is why when people say delete this delete the ego or destroy the ego it's like ah you know how about you talk about it in the area of 
work with the ego bring love to the ego because again destroying it is not what can take i mean it can't how can i say this as a human being you always have an inner world there's always going to be a you whether it's ego identity you name it whatever you want to name it like the idea that there is not a uniqueness of you is where you won't be tending to see where the hurt fear and that's that nervous system again so it always goes back to you being in a body that does have a nervous system that is organized with a response that is connected to feelings that is your identity and ego that began developing from the moment you were even probably in the belly you have those experiences even though obviously if the brain the emotional brain hemisphere is developing from zero to two years of age even though i have to think it was part of anyways okay now i'm getting really lost either way trying to say is there's there's uh that part that we don't get told in this way by those same individuals that are talking about ego guilt and yada 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 but there are new areas so by the way if you guys know of anyone that's speaking of situations with the human in mind and breaking it down using certain elements not in a way that how can i put this in a way that's empowering let's just say that Um, please share with me my email you can always find it in the about section on the blog and the website but moving on when we see this uh, definition of perfection we obviously can understand how that relates to guilt and shame right so perfection now i'm on wikipedia is a state variously of completeness flawlessness or supreme excellence term is used to designate a range of diverse if often kindred concepts these have historically been addressed in a number of discrete disciplines notably mathematics physics chemistry ethics aesthetics ontology and theology so let's see i wanted to also share this part of perfection when we take a look at the ethics section because i was going to read something else first but i don't want to get too lost and keep you guys too much yeah we're gonna just go ahead and read this part um in the ethics section it says as early as the fifth century ce two distinct views on perfection had arisen within the church that it was attainable by man on earth by his own powers and that it may come to pass only by special divine grace the first view was championed by pelagius but obviously we we all know i'm sure you guys are already saying oh i've never heard of that because i've never heard of that either Uh, and this view was condemned in 417 ce the second view was brought forth by saint augustine i've read some of saint augustine's work and it prevailed at the very beginning of the fifth century and became authoritative so when we no is there anything else i don't know there was some other part that i wanted to aristotle that's what it was when we think of this right this part that we had to 
definitions and one was actually being obtained by the own person this is a possibility always this possibility got scratched and way back when i i have a bachelor's in political science and so when you study the church you understand that the church at the time was the government it was like a government entity in fact i I always get very sad at the judgment that is imparted on the church for there is forgetting exactly what role it played and and this is to me always important because judging something from the past without realizing and keeping in mind what it stood for in that time is not to me fair meaning we have today the knowledge we have they didn't have the same you know this is where you want to be in the mindset of the people of a time and what was going on if you're going to be fair Uh, not where you're comparing the future with the past of course it's different duh like that's where it doesn't need to be judged condemned it's a part of by the way your this is where thanks to the past you can have a future eliminating things doesn't allow you to have the knowledge that which is important and it stays within you anyways when you deny something like even with the ego the problem that i have is anytime somebody's telling a human being get rid of this fix this resolve whatever you're you're bringing somebody to think of this as it will as if it will be eliminated experiences don't get eliminated even if you don't remember them this is where the body holds count you're body keeps emotions stored there's always going to be some form of reaction and if it's not flowing this is where there's probably a past to it whether you remember it or not or either way your body remembers things and you have an unconscious of conscious so telling yourself to fix something eliminate something to me removes the possibility for you to be more knowledgeable of you and to actually even create an illusion that you are now free of something that you may perhaps be quote-unquote free of essentially you shouldn't want to free yourself of anything that is a part of you that too is non-loving right here and this goes to guilt and shame because essentially why would you want to be in a place of eliminating anything from within you as a character trait if you are respecting other life and people then you know that's what you're supposed to be doing if you've done things that were mean spiteful you can fix that you can choose to fix that and stop a behavior this is that part where as i was saying for me as a child it was very clear the tiny things that i did were stupid silly things i was ashamed of them and that's where and why it was like i'm not going against my moral compass this is stupid not only do i already know the the adults explain things not for the heck of it they're not invented it's for your safety it's for a reason this is where i was like why are people like i don't get it that there's a but that's me again really just pay attention to the heart to the mind and know every time you're doing something you know you don't feel comfortable with then you should not be doing it and anytime you're engaging in affecting another human being's life that's where you shouldn't be doing it unless it's in a loving way and a compassionate way and an understanding way and even then that's always 
remembering you are your person they are their person you're not meant to be telling somebody how to live their life what to do obviously we care about each other so we're always going to be in each other's lives this is that other part and why it's only from neutrality that an individual can become truly loving truly themselves and then participate in the life of others to the best of their ability in a way that listens genuinely to that other ego and self and supports their journey not through your way of doing things through theirs and even if they ask what would you do you always ensure you're helping them to achieve their independence their complete heart their love of self who they are because they are flawless they are perfect just the way they are every ego wants that and when you give it to you is the day you'll feel no guilt no shame in the same way others do because you will have understood what those two emotions indicate to you and those will become an opportunity for new growth you're choosing to be a loving human being you're choosing to be kind you're choosing to follow your heart the guilt and shame will be a consequence so to speak of interacting but you will be in a place of trusting in you and you know how you conduct yourself you will not have reason to be guilty or ashamed and this is where and what i was trying also to share with you guys and when we talked about it is always you know when you do right and wrong your heart has always told you when you are young you begin doing that not listening in fact one of the psychologists that i read talks about this and then i'm thinking of the one of the comedians that i've watched in the past where you know he's like obviously kids learn to lie because you know if they're gonna get yelled at they're scared they learn to lie because they don't want to get yelled at who broke the vase i don't know some instead say the truth studies have shown that children yeah this is one study for example they tested when a child thinks they're being watched so they told one group of children that they were being watched by a fairy uh, that was sitting in the room and they gave them a game to do and rules so they, they the rule was not to go beyond the line and throwing the ball or the dart whatever it was they were throwing probably not a dart but something that would stick to the wall and uh the children with the fairy watching over them that they couldn't see uh, none of them i think cheated or maybe just one tried to i forget but the one where they were not being watched instead they did i think there were more that didn't follow the rules showing that and i forget the age group but showing that if you do think you're being watched you're more likely to follow the rules because you don't want to get in trouble now this is again now that you're an adult you don't have to treat that quote-unquote trouble the same way which is instead what people keep doing with themselves without recognizing it that societal engagement so the guilt and the shame staying in that very place of emotion instead of going beyond by saying wait a minute i don't have to feel guilty or ashamed the way you start achieving this is when you start following what your heart always knows is the right thing to do 
which is to leave people out of your life to not be mean to not speak words that are unkind the only reason people keep on not seeing even that is once again if you're in duality and you're breaking it down into fair unfair right or wrong this is once more the ego you're acknowledging and tending to your ego you say yeah you know what but we can do something about it it will take matters into our own hands it's okay it's not you're not holding it against the other person or life this is where you remove judgment condemnation of humanity as being this evil species or this you know the words again words are important you understand that it's a lot more in depth than just your opinion and your way of seeing things and then there's life you choose to understand that there is the unknown elements of life for your conscious mind as a human being you're always going to not know tomorrow which means you're going to fall usually until you're choosing that you do trust in you and life and humanity you're going to still have a feeling of fear which will get you to think of everything that everybody else is saying which is oh we're doomed though people this so the world that and that's where you put in the effort once again to say you know that's a possibility but i know that there's also other possibilities and i'm choosing to feel in a place of flow and not fear for at the end of the day we don't know what tomorrow is and you know i have faith in humanity you are human you have faith in yourself what you speak of humanity is what you will achieve yourself as long as there's any reserve on any of those people out there there's reserve on how far you can go as a person and that whole guilt and shame thing is also always a part of this this is that place of societal validation you're engaging in your nervous system recognizing it and then being able to be okay with you requires you to simply choose to stick to doing what you know from your heart is right and you do you means you leave others out of it and when you're hurt and upset you know that's the ego and you go you don't scold it like the parents did when they said ah but you have to share ah you need to do this sibling rivalry that instills automatically unconsciously a situation neutrality guys not good or bad from neutrality a dynamic of being human being okay start applying that over and over and over again neutrality for otherwise you're going to get caught into the emotional aspect the hurt aspect which is then what leads you automatically to that nervous system's response instead you stay in neutrality you go to unconditional love for you and humanity the external you understand there's also the unknown elements of life you take a step back what's going on why i'm upset what am i going to do to fulfill this emotional need right now and not by having it out necessarily with the other it's a process that you go through in your own way and here we're going to move forward the part of perfection that i wanted to read that aristotle um, organization so the oldest definition of perfection fairly precise and distinguishing the shades of the concept goes back to aristotle we're always in wikipedia okay in book delta of the metaphysics he distinguishes three meanings of the term or rather three shades of one meaning but in any case three concepts that is perfect 
um, the semicolon or the colon not semicolon so one that is perfect which is complete which contains all the requisite parts number two that is perfect which is so good that nothing of the kind could be better part three that is perfect which has attained its purpose as you can see perfection has to deal with again you know a state of completeness a being good you know the best that can be achieving purpose which is very fascinating because this is where if you pursue inner growth feeling perfection is something you can feel for yourself and this is also where when we looked at that one part and uh, the church again with pelagius and saint augustine pelagius gives exactly what one can do to obtain it from within you your powers with the saint augustine version instead we continue to rely on something outside of us that's the divine grace now this is where for me with knowing the foundation of unconditional love and being kind i will say that's exactly how i maintained as a kid growing up the way i was choosing to be as a human being this is why i'm always thankful for god and jesus because that's where that is what gave me the knowledge it's from the heart of you that you are kind always and so you feel your heart the consciousness when you do something that's not kind even if it hurts that somebody else hurt your feelings you still know when you're doing something to be spiteful and it doesn't feel good so this is where for me i used it within me but others look still outside so it's not their knowing of the being all that you can be with the pureness and this is because there's a fear and there's a hurt that keeps taking place as you're getting into that world and you're going to obviously the parents that are going to help you be in a place of comfort or anyways you're starting to add the dots in your own way and maybe you're starting to segment and take those groups and those sayings how many songs and movies say the same concept that battle concept over and over and over again and are criticizing humanity and are saying that you know it's going to be hard to be good and and continuing this perpetuation so this divine grace essentially stays outside of you now guilt and shame go and expand as those emotions and particularly because you're not even in the place where you should be with your attention because nobody's pointing you to that place they're pointing you to the checklists moving forward we're going to take a look and you know what i'm i wanted to okay so before we i'm gonna read to you shame first because i want to close the miriam webster dictionary it's causing issues with the computer or maybe i won't read it at all what is it doing here it's loading okay we're gonna we're gonna close shame because yeah that way i don't get lost guilt moving back to guilt so guilt is an emotional experience that occurs when a person believes or realizes accurately or not 
that they have compromised their own standards of conduct or have violated universal moral standards and bear significant responsibility for the violation guilt is closely related to the concept of remorse as well as shame here we go we'll just use wikipedia for the definition of shame for after but well actually i'll just read it now shame is an unpleasant self-conscious emotion typically associated with a negative evaluation of the self withdrawal motivations and feelings of distress exposure mistrust powerlessness and worthlessness okay so i'll just so you guys are following so guilt is an emotional experience this occurs when a person believes or realizes whether it's accurate or not that you have compromised your own standards of conduct or you have violated universal moral standards so shame on the other hand is also though an emotion and it is an unpleasant self-conscious emotion which is typically associated to a negative evaluation of your own self okay as you can see they're related but shame is self-conscious guilt is when you are comparing something you've done or not done with the outside yeah moving on when we look at the psychological explanation as they expand on on uh shame always in wikipedia or i'm sorry guilt excuse moi guilt is an effective state in which one experiences conflict at having done something that one believes one should not have done or conversely having not done something one believes one should have done this is where i want every one of you to pay attention the conflict is from within you because you have done or not done something from within you guys that's why it's important to stay in a place of harmony with the choices you make breaking it down solely in this whole right or wrong thing misses the mark because it's not allowing you to go that step further which neutrality does it isn't about the whole right or wrong moral compass it goes way deeper meaning yes it's a compass but it's something that speaks from your heart in the value you have why is guilt associated to shame because this is where then that self-consciousness part comes into place how are you going to grow self-esteem and self-empowerment if you're not doing it from the very place that the insecurity comes from the ego as long as you focus on what you've done outside of you that was wrong or right and stay in those states of emotions you're not even bothering with where you can make the quote-unquote change it isn't a change it's paying attention to the very place that has always spoken to you and that simply when you're a child you're not in a place of acknowledging it and then as you got older people weren't talking to you about it in the way that they could and they still don't today there's me and whoever else like me shares these human concepts in a way that says hey guess what you're awesome and you're perfect but you're only going to be perfect if you go within and start doing what that perfection speaks from the heart and not 
by being mean or arrogant or better than anybody else by actually being the complete opposite which is what every human being has been at the very least taught by one teacher at some point i mean i know the extent to which a, a child can have such bad examples so to speak but i know every person has at least had one adult that shared with them the concept not to mention that again even in the absence of concepts these concepts came to be these emotions actually which then get expressed in concepts from that nervous system when you're defending yourself you are in flight fight mode therefore you are responding with sensations since the ego self has always existed whether the individual is conscious of it or not since we as a species went through an evolution the reaction is a bodily one which is why guilt and shame are an emotion and the way of reacting is societal engagement guys this is where it it makes complete sense that it is outside of you if you go within remove the outside meaning you don't condemn it you don't involve it you don't blame it you literally focus what's going on why am i feeling this emotion then you acknowledge why you're feeling it you don't blame the external again you are the owner of your choices of your feelings of your thoughts very simple i feel this way x y and z what do you want to do about it doing something mean is not going to get you out of that state that's where you're not doing you you're doing the societal engagement fulfilling the vulnerability in that way not because as a human being you are evil because as a human being like any other human being you have an ego and nobody's telling you to tend to it and love it and talk to it like an adult versus treat it still like a child and that it is and does involve fear insecurity and this goes beyond it transcends the physical world meaning what you can see it does go into that tomorrow those unknown elements of life are important for at the end of the day being kind doesn't mean you will receive kindness doing right does not mean you will do right and that is the test of faith right there and trusting you doing you with heart and love and being able to stay in that place that's where you will not have guilt or shame in the same way because you're not doing ever anything on purpose to hurt people now sometimes that still doesn't mean you won't have right but this is where communication with people you can talk and when you are in a place of ownership you will apologize even if you're not incorrect those of you who tuned in know the story of this argument heated heated argument that took place last year with a family member and at the end of this day i went up and hugged the family member not because i was in the wrong but because i understood that their person was in that place my person was in a different place the conversation got heated that person's feelings were hurt i'm someone who is not in duality i'm in neutrality i don't need to be told i'm right or wrong i know my heart i know what i did i had no guilt and i had no shame if anything the person is very arrogant the person is always attacking other people and judging the person said perfection to me they have those qualities
this is where i'm not saying i did not get loud i did get loud the person who's speaking to me was loud doesn't justify it and in fact i wasn't choosing to get loud i was not aware that i was uh, in this place so anyways point is i went and hugged them at the end of the day they told me it's i forget what it was that they exactly said but basically they felt that i did owe them an apology is what i'm trying to say and i knew that that hug would seem to them as if that is what i was doing but i did not care about that duality keeps you in a stalemate that is unnecessary and that keeps then your heart in a stalemate i knew what was my main interest that that person knew that i loved them and that i didn't mean to hurt their feelings so even if i had to be and still have to be looked at by that person as doing the wrong i'm okay with it this is ownership of your heart and mind and when you can sit and not feel a sense of guilt or shame emotionally from the ego because your ego ain't insecure you know exactly what you did where you stand and so forth okay that is why doing the right thing from the heart of you which will always be not being mean to somebody else and not involving somebody else and sometimes the same guilt happens when for example you know people need your help and sometimes in these cases a person will have to give to themselves and this for the person who has ownership love kindness understands that they're not here to be somebody else or to tell somebody else what to do you can't fix and you're not meant to fix anyone because when we talk about situations where you feel guilty for not being able to help if you were not able to physically you know remember that there's no need if there's not a possibility you need to remember these things there's no reason to feel guilty if you can't if you can but you don't that's where see your heart will keep check so you need to make sure with yourself when that time comes am i going to be okay with doing this which is where people think it's silly it's not silly you need to make sure you're okay with copping out i think that's the right expression because if you don't check in you haven't checked in with your ego yourself and that's something you're going to hold against yourself there was a time the father that raised me um, when he passed i was not able to make it and some people had expressed that they thought that i would regret it even though i know that's not the same as guilt but when it comes to parent there can be those situations where people would speak of an event uh, as such with guilt in mind or shame i am someone who has that ownership so right here i knew why i couldn't make it there was no way for me to be able to make it there's no reason for me to feel a sense of guilt or sadness even though of course it creeps up when it does this is that place of awareness of self you don't ignore it you again you did what you you did what you could do you did what you couldn't do you know you can't you have to accept this is where we can't do what we can't do it's not uh it's not something to hold against yourself and the way people do this is that insecurity this is that societal engagement so here right here is where somebody's going to feel bad the same and this is what then 
create sometimes snarky comments when people get snappy in fact this is i'm going to read to you the the um, those five ways to uh, five guilts five types of guilt this is the psychology today article so number one uh, guilt for something you did number two okay this number two where are you ah the page is acting up okay this one was really good the breakdown they had unfortunately for some reason okay sorry guys bear with me i'm gonna refresh that way we can get the five wait uh okay you know what never mind we will move on because i don't want to keep you yeah we'll move on gonna close that well anyways number one is probably one of the most important guilt for something you did (laughs) but we already said that guilt for something you did guilt for something you didn't do um the defenses are actually in wikipedia so repression projection that's the one i was talking when sometimes people will blame each other or start being spiteful and snappy with each other that's one of the ways that when you're not able to make peace with something as you're making a choice this is what you do and that's societal engagement right there it's not validation per se but you are engaging with that emotion because essentially there's a sense of guilt that you have chosen quote unquote not to acknowledge really nobody's pointed you to say hey maybe you're feeling guilty how about you you know it's okay like let's take a look at this together and then the repression is where you may not even be admitting it to to yourself because you don't think there's anything that you need to feel guilty about and that can create anger which is also that's why these emotions right here if you can acknowledge all emotions and then have a chat with you as you're going through them you help you to acknowledge what is going on at the very seat that is going on at the ego the identity the self when you were a kid you were being told things there this is where and why maybe repression and projection not maybe actually i can think of a couple of kids i know or all kids have been repressed at some point i mean even for me i remember i knew adults knew better but i just had to accept that i had to do what they told me to do for me it wasn't a battle because i trusted in that guidance for it was clear or i don't know that's my that was my sense of security you know an adult is not going to tell you to do something that's bad for you and to this day i have this this relationship with the system for as much as today i go beyond it those of you who tune in know this but essentially as a child i trusted every word and therefore you know followed really that kindness that everything to the word when i got older and and that started to differ for people who were creating excuses so to speak to divert from what was very simply put uh, that's where i kept doing me and others them so the other way that you defend yourself from guilt is by sharing a feeling of guilt this is where maybe even joke telling you know um that helps someone to cope with something like that acknowledging it with yourself is what can help you move beyond the guilt then self-harm that is sad but yes there's this aspect as well and once again a person can recognize wait a minute why am i doing this 
if you grow love for self now we're going to move to shame this is where it is about self-esteem your self-esteem as long as you keep looking outside of you for it there's nothing you're going to do differently you're going to stay in that place and this is where as a child i didn't ever move away from trusting in me or being loving with me because that's even what my mother would you know share you need to love you you need to and every adult no adult will tell you to be mean to yourself when they're telling you something it's because they're trying to teach you you were a child you didn't know that they were you were hurt you were scared you were repressed this is the repression that comes you didn't know what was taking place as an adult you do and and that's why i wish more people would speak about getting in touch with the ego when these feelings come about because these are the very feelings that bring you to the place of being able to become your grown-up and the grown-up is in the invisible place of being human and knowing that you shouldn't judge other humans because they are going through the same thing and then the world and that we can together with love and unity by understanding the vulnerability the societal engagement and what that actually means and to use words to talk of the infinite higher human potential of every person not the opposite that's what leads us to more shame shame we we defined it it's an unpleasant self unpleasant self-conscious emotion typically associated with a negative evaluation of the self and i will read to you from a article a psych another psychology article it's a pdf oh shoot ah wait a minute darn it i lost it um okay this is great i just had it now i lost it it was a pdf i downloaded it i'll give me one second and i'll just open it up that way i can find it it won't let me open it up okay hold on a minute guys i'm gonna pause you here we are so a multi-dimensional conceptualization of shame has been proposed andrews and all 2002 to identify so a shame is experiences of characterological shame (laughs) excuse me example regarding personal habits manner with others the kind of person one is and personal skills b experiences of behavioral shame example refer to doing something wrong saying something stupid and failing in competitive contexts and c bodily shame referred to being ashamed of one's physical appearance so that's the three areas of shame now let's go back and see if there's anything important what i wanted to do is compare the two guilt and shame for you but let's go ahead and read a little bit from wikipedia before we move on shame is a discrete basic emotion described as a moral or social emotion that drives people to hide or deny their wrongdoings the focus of shame is on the self or the individual it is the only emotion that is dysfunctional uh, for the individual and functional at a group level shame can also be described as an unpleasant self-conscious emotion that involves negative evaluation of the self of the self 
shame can be a painful emotion that is seen as a comparison of the self's action with the self's standards but may equally stem from comparison of the self's state of being with the ideal social context standard some scales measure shame to assess emotional states whereas other shame scales are used to assess emotional traits or dispositions shame proneness to shame generally means to actively assign or communicate a state of shame to another person okay we're going to stop here this is for another conversation right here see right right here with self-ownership man okay this this doesn't exist meaning you can acknowledge what's happening when you love who you are because you've accepted all of who you are and you believe in yourself no one can do this the most someone can speak of the concept but you're the one who gets to choose if you believe that's applicable to you which is where you don't give your person that self-empowerment that's always a choice you have you can always take it and you definitely will as you pursue that amazing inner growth and love for self before we move on to the comparison of guilt and shame and then i will let you guys go i want to cover the etymology because it is very interesting to find out i'm not going to read all of it because i can't even pronounce so the etymology is the study of words i believe excuse me if i'm wrong somebody can correct me but i'm pretty sure it is like the foundation the root of the word and words have their root in old english latin greek so we have guilt and he gives i think it's a he who's writing this it's a course the dharma coach is the name of the 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 website and it's a person who well i don't know what they do i just anyways (laughs) let's move on uh he has guilt i think it's a he for some reason i must have read his name somewhere and guilt comes from the meaning of sin or moral defect or some sort of failure of duty then there's a second word that guilt is connected to which is about paying for something to discharge a debt a debt so perhaps there is some sort of damage to property that the guilty is obligated to pay for and this if we think of the definition of guilt makes sense and of how guilt is applied because it has to do with morality it has to do with that sin and in fact we could go back to the beginning of when we were talking about the two definitions right shame the person finds that it's from an old norse word and they give the word and then uh, the translation is it's cheek redness which when we are shame like shame that does your, your cheeks get red <laughs> so it has to do with the physiological response which is really cute or not cute but i was like wow that's so true because when you think of somebody when they're like ashamed they get red uh then they keep also saying here's from old english and it means related to disgrace dishonor loss of esteem and so this is where we do see guilt is not doing something or doing something shame is esteem self-esteem like with yourself within and then this person goes on to talk about it but that's all we want from here now let's go to wikipedia for the comparison with shame so guilt and shame are two closely related concepts but they have key differences that yeah that should not be overlooked 
cultural anthropologist ruth benedict describes shame as the result of a violation of cultural or social values which guilt is conjured up internally when one's personal morals are violated to put it more simply there we go the primary difference between shame and guilt is the source that creates the emotion shame arises from a real or imagined negative perception coming from others and guilt arises from a negative perception of one's own thoughts or actions psychoanalyst helen b lewis stated that the experience of shame is directly about the self which is the focus of evaluation in guilt the self is not the central object of negative evaluation but rather the thing done is the focus an individual can still possess a positive perception of themselves while also feeling guilt for certain actions or thoughts they took part in contrary to guilt shame has a more inclusive focus on the individual as a whole fossum and mason's ideas clearly outline this idea in their book facing shame they state that while guilt is a painful feeling of regret and responsibility for one's actions shame is a painful feeling about oneself as a person having said that let's see we'll read the last paragraph because i know you guys could get get a hold of it anyways um shame can almost be described as looking at yourself unfavorably through the eyes of others psychiatrist judith lewis herman portrays this idea by stating that shame is an acutely self-conscious state in which the self is split imagining the self in the eyes of the other by contrast in guilt the self is unified both shame and guilt are directly related to self-perception only shame causes the individual to account for the cultural and social beliefs of others so guilt is one in of its own with you this is what it's trying to say right while shame is something that deals with the external so there's a split there's the cultural and social beliefs that are affected because in fact this is that part of redness usually sought to and to shame right this is where someone's pointing out potentially something to you that's why it's shameful if you will so either way guilt and shame have to do with the self of you which is why from the heart of you choosing the person to be with this idea of perfection not in the way that makes you perfect in the eyes of others but if anything be perfect for you be the person you want to be when guilt and shame come about there is an interaction there is an engagement there is a why you work with love you work with your mind you keep working with neutrality and then taking a look at these aspects always with that unconditional love and neutrality for that tomorrow for that what you would have wanted or not wanted with the ego in mind talk to yourself as the adult and know that it's okay to feel all those feelings this is that it's okay to be you and it's okay to be upset and that that is part of life it doesn't have to be because life is hard the way people will end up putting it which is where people stay in duality and it doesn't have to be because life is easy either (laughs) what it is is you live that's what it is at the end of the day what do you want to be who do you want to be who are you you're your heart and your mind all the time 
there's moments where we do things you can always fix that and when it comes to moving forward you can stop and when it comes to others that's not your call what is your call is how you handle it not for them again be your perfection and know that you won't ever be perfect for others either you know this is that beauty when you are humble and knowing the in-depth journey to being a human being it's amazing when you have love to turn to in every corner because you're choosing essentially that you love life you love feeling feelings you know that those that are in the quote-unquote sad quote-unquote negative are actually those biggest opportunities to be more loving to be more you and to to help turn the other cheek and this is where you're gonna share love even in a moment that somebody did something doesn't matter because you can go beyond because you're not insecure you don't need to be right you know where you stand for you've chosen with the heart of you and the mind you contemplated anytime moving forward from that teenager when i said i'm never never ever ever doing anything that is not in a hundred percent agreement with my heart and mine and it doesn't matter if i make a mistake i will own up to it but i know that i can own up to it and that means i can make peace with it because i know where my heart is and what that simply means is that if you have love and you try to be kind again usually the places where you do not meet other people's needs is because of their ego and self and understanding psychologically what that means so yes it's that word selfish but it goes way beyond that not in the application that those in duality will do which is keep it in duality keep it in the judgment i say i understand that ego is still a child is still afraid it's the nervous system's response and then they've got all these other people not telling them hey go to your heart let's work with this let's see you know they're not walking you to that place no they're giving you another to-do list they're giving you a i'm telling you what to do versus hey wait a minute you have this place it's this nervous system it's this brain you have access to all of it and there's a lot of stuff going on and we can probably break it down in all of the emotions and even in like your whole like they could sit you down and talk it through with you and then work with you and bring you to know it's about you loving who you are giving you the thumbs up and knowing that your parents they raised you the way they raised whatever it was it it was you you can still be who you want to be (laughs) being who you want to be is a feeling and that is about being able to be a good human being if you will that's that's the part and not for good or bad because we all feel good when we're being loving it's it's uh, it goes way beyond any word except for life life will always want life i'll go to the biology this is where your your consciousness your being resonates with love because this means you're healing something you're bringing something and you're not taking from someone you're promoting life and that's where it just keeps matching up more and more of you being able to do you because you're not saying i can do somebody else you're not thinking i'm better than someone else you're not accusing your focus is not 
in the battle in the conflict in the competition you're i'm human they're human we have a lot of stuff going on in every minute and not everybody knows themselves because just they don't yet they can and you may be one of the ones who can help somebody to know they're perfect there's no need for guilt there's no need for shame if they come up you can solve it and you can always choose to be you that flawless person that is type of person you want to see in the world looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences on the topic so call in on anchor or leave a voice message and you can also always email me you find the email in the about section on the blog luno12780.com and on the website inspiringhumanpotential.com have a great day sending you all lots of love hugs and smiles Thank you.